The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on The Light FM. My name is Braxton, your host of Community Spotlight. We love getting to meet you where you are and shed some light on maybe your community or one that's close by. Today, it's Haywood County in North Carolina. And our guest is Sheriff Greg Christopher there in Haywood County. Hey, Greg, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well, Braxton. Hope you are, sir. Yeah, very good to to have you on again today as we talk about a ministry that you're very involved in, the jail ministry there in Haywood County. So I guess to sort of start things off as we highlight what the Lord's doing there, take us back to sort of the, the transitioning period of what was happening in the jail ministry back to 2013. So in 2013, I became sheriff, and uh, one of the first things that we had to address is overcrowding. And so we started uh, uh, working with our inmates, and we we knew that uh, there was limited resources to help those inmates, with the exception of opening up our jail to more ministry. And uh, just like with me years ago, the the thing that changed my life uh, was uh, becoming a Christian, becoming a Christ follower. And I knew that if we could open the door to more jail ministry, that that may lower some of our numbers. And as we opened the door for ministry, we started seeing that happen. We started seeing people's lives change, people not coming back to our jail for different reasons. And we started seeing our numbers actually decrease. And we uh, were able uh, to to postpone with the county commissioners a conversation about a uh, jail expansion until here recently. And uh, so we got nine years nearly uh, uh, traction where we opened up our jail at least uh, at least uh, one time a day and sometimes three or four times a day to jail ministry so that people could hear about what would change their lives, and that is Jesus Christ. Boy, that is awesome to hear of what transpired over the past decade at this point, you know, being able to see positive impact in such a place that doesn't always have some positivity around it. So that is so encouraging to me, Greg. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, one of the things about jail ministry, too, is it has a direct impact on the local community. How have you seen the jail ministry work with the jail, but also impact the community there in Haywood County? Well, what we have uh, seen is that as people's lives are being changed, then they become employable. They go back and they start uh, living with their family again. They become the uh, father, the mother, the son, the daughter that uh, that they are supposed to be. And uh, we see that uh, they uh, find a job. We see that they uh, get housing and are able to keep it. And we see that they start to contribute to our society right here in Haywood County. Well, one of the neatest things is for me to 
come to our Sunday morning jail ministry, which I do uh, as much as I possibly can, and I'm here unless I'm speaking at another church on Sunday, um, and I see guys that were here in 13, 14, 15, 16, and now they're coming back in to tell others about Christ. And so I see this uh, this huge transition for a lot of these guys to where that that guys and girls to where that they now that their life is completely changed because of Christ. Yeah. You know, uh, getting to hear those stories and see some of the folks that you ministered to five, six, seven years ago, come back and be able to share. I know, uh, inspires you and others and just, you know, makes you happy on the inside, you know? It does. And uh, we have had so many testimonies from people who heard the gospel really for the first time in their life while they were here. And maybe whenever they left, they were not completely what they wanted to be, but they had heard the word. The word had been planted as a seed into their heart. And we find that even a couple years later, they find uh, they find a place to kneel and ask Christ to come into their life. They find a church, and now they are doing great things in our community. Yeah, and I, those next steps. So when the jail ministry comes in to meet these people when they're in the jail, what happens when they meet the Lord for the first time and they get out of jail and they're like, okay, now what? I'm a new believer. I don't know a lot about the faith. And what what do you do? How do you help them along afterwards? Well, our jail ministry, which is over 600 people strong here in our county who have been through our jail ministry safety training class, we, we ask that they come alongside and start uh, walking with the individuals that they have been ministering to inside our, our jail. And uh, we have job placement service we have recovery services we have sober living houses we have addiction and uh, recovery we have uh, spiritual recovery that that is addressed and all of these come from and within our jail ministry we also have the pathway center which uh, is a great uh, uh, facility for a transitioning people out of our jail and uh, into a living facility or that they are um, have to follow the rules. They have to be accountable. And uh, there is different ways that uh, they can start to establish themselves within the community again. Yeah. And you're talking about that 600 plus volunteer base. That's that's pretty incredible. That's almost unheard of for jail ministry. It really is. I, I think uh, probably per capita, we probably have the largest jail ministry. I, I know within the state of North Carolina, but probably may, maybe even the southeast. We uh, we have been very blessed. And what what it amounts to is this. There is people here in Haywood County in our churches that see the need to come and speak into the lives of people that are in our facility. And we have a lot of people who have a heart for jail ministry. And it is, 
it is a huge blessing for me to see our ministry just continue to increase and to grow as time moves forward. And, it, and it's it's just people that are in our churches that, that uh, have felt a burden and a call to come and be part of this. Yeah. You know, this is a decade of work here, and so it takes some time to get to where you are, but there are others that are involved in jail ministry or at one time have been and want to get back involved, and they think, man, how did that happen? Can you share anything about how you saw the growth and what it took to get to where you are today? Well, it was it was the hand of God that was on this detention center and our sheriff's office. Uh, and, and I tell people that all the time, God has just really moved. We have had uh, outdoor tent revival type meetings uh, and invited our different churches to participate in that. We have baptized over 350 inmates uh, and set them on a path to uh, to either go into prison and serve their time and then come back out and be part of the community or after they're baptized and they uh, their bond set and they get to leave to start that road to recovery uh, with with proper ministry. Uh, so we we just have saw a great move of God's uh, love, his grace and his mercy on our inmates, but also upon our churches that are involved. So if someone uh, would like to start a jail ministry or like you in 2013, take a look and revitalize, revamp a jail ministry, what would you say step one might be? Step one would be reaching out to the churches and to the pastors of those churches and seeing who might be uh in, uh, who might want to be involved in jail ministry. You know, it, it's, uh, it, it is a calling and there is people who come and they, they visit one time and it's not for them. You know, whenever that those metal doors clang shut and it's just the ministry team and the inmates, uh, a lot of times uh, that is very uncomfortable. Uh, for for some people, especially uh, people that are new uh, to the program, but uh, if if God has called them to do that, then I think that uh, reaching out to the sheriff or reaching out to a jail administrator within the county where they live is a great first step, as well as for the people who are interested within their churches to talk to their pastor about maybe going to that sheriff or to that jail administrator. Boy, that's so good. So good. If you're listening and you want more information, you want to help out with what Greg Christopher and the rest of the sheriff's office there in Haywood County is doing, or you're in a different area and you want some advice and you have some questions for Greg, he'd love to help. And you can reach out today by just calling the sheriff's office there in Haywood County, or you can even email Greg at greg.christopher at haywoodcountync.gov. Greg, we appreciate your time and talking about what the Lord's doing there in Haywood County at the jail ministry. Such a blessing. I pray that uh, he continues to do that in 2022. And thanks for sharing today. Amen. Thank you so much, Bryce. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. 
Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.